Hello there, and welcome back to another episode of Stronghold. My name is Sean, and at long last, I will be your host and dungeon master once again, as we follow our three heroes on their emotional adventures through Elfland. Before we get back into the action, though, recall what happened last time, as Draman, Freddy, and Thomas had their long-awaited audience with Alahuara, and found themselves explaining their stay in Fairy World in front of a crowd of suspicious elves. Remember how Freddy tried to make small talk with their host on their tour through her vast settlement, and her duel with Draman, the only thing that seemed to interest the elfin champion. Lastly, recall how uneasy the elves were, thanks only to the presence of Thomas, the suspected agent of the Fey Lord Phantalus. Now they find themselves in the settlement still, as their tour draws to a close. Before too much more time passes, she brings you all to a fairly large and fairly old-looking building here, not too far from the heart of her home. It is surrounded by trees. By the way, when I say these buildings are near each other, I mean they are essentially barely within sight of one another. This one has a fairly large porch on two sides. And the translator says, this is one of our more talented, magical tinkerers. He's been working on it a lot recently. If anyone knows how to fix Thomas, if Thomas can be fixed, this would be the place. Gonna get repaired. And this might be the first you're actually hearing of this plan to fix you, Thomas. I'm fine. This is a safe place. (laughs) I'm going to start trying to, like, walk away from the group. You know that ain't happening. (laughs) (laughs) The the guard does not actually stop you from walking away. Yeah. I'm looking at both of you. Thomas. I'm backing away. I I will hold you here if I need to. I'm backing away. Thomas, you really... We want you to get better. I think Fairy World did a number on you. What do you mean? I gotta talk to Don and Sean about this real quick. I think Don and Sean. That's are actually, the whole point. Yeah, I think they're in there. They're not in your bag of holding anymore. Yeah, they got out. Uh, you see I that? cast minor illusion on the front porch. You see the image of Don and Sean, <laughs> the mannequins, on the front porch. I try and cast down liturgy. All, right. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and try. I'm gonna see if because I'm looking at him. Mm-hmm. I'm staring at him, so I want to know if I saw him cast the spell. 58? Yeah, you probably did. 58? Yeah, uh, Thaumaturgy works. Okay, I make him talk. How freaked Sean out Don, are you right now? There are voices coming from where Sean and Don the mannequins are. I don't know what they sound like in your head, so I don't know how accurate this thaumaturgical interpretation is. What are they saying? What do they sound like? And I'll let you know. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> They like, sound I am, like Snap. I am Sean. <laughs> I am Dawn. Right, that, that's not Sean and Dawn. I saw you cast a spell, and then he cast a spell. No, I can't do any magic. What are I, you talking about? I didn't cast anything. 
You saw. Yeah. I... <laughs> Anyways, the voices aren't loud. They're all up here. They're all up in my noggin. We want to talk about that's, that, Thomas. That's why. Actually, no. That's why you. Need it's like they're not in my noggin. They're in my horns. My bad. Your horns. We yeah. want to talk about that, Thomas. This is a safe uh, space. Can you let me use the horns and see if I hear the voices? Sure. I'm gonna just slip off the headband and hand it to you. It's a little sweaty. I put the headband on. Do I hear the voices? Oh. No. <laughs> no, because they're all made up. I didn't know if they were magic minotaur horns. No. They no. are not. No, they're just crispy. Yeah, I wonder who they did look- that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I give them back to you. Thomas, I didn't I didn't hear any voices. Yeah, maybe they don't work for you. Um, maybe these people can help you understand your your power and be able to talk with them and control them better. I doubt it. I mean, you don't you don't know. You never know. You are a Are you a warlock now or a wizard or I'm assuming freelance magic user is the term I prefer. I'm assuming warlock since you made a <laughs> freelance Do I know that term? Freelance magic user. Make an arcana check. Please fail. Ten, but let me roll again. Let me use a roll. Ties of chaos. <laughs> one, one. A tree nearby bursts into flames. Sixteen. Dang. Okay. Uh, you do know, like it's, it's not coming. It's not coming as you ponder, and then all of a sudden it bursts into your mind. Oh yes, warlocks, packed magic, and non deific entities from elsewhere giving people power. That's what that is. Warlocks. And um, like you are aware that there was some type of magical flux that happened and a moment later a tree nearby bursts into flames. Shortly thereafter an, an elf with very, very long hair rushes out of that building and then casts a spell which makes localized rain above that tree and the fire gets put out. Uh, what what just happened? Yeah, what did just happen? The and tree caught on fire. What did you do? I didn't do anything. You're the only one that knows fire. No, a, a, I I don't know where that came from, but I mean that elf just used rain. They they can help you, Thomas. What if I go in with you? That's the last thing I want. What if I give Don and Sean clothes? Why would they need clothes? They already they're fine. <laughs> they do have clothes. Yeah. Okay. What if I give They're them... They're not just naked man- <laughs> mannequin people, bro. Listen, that wouldn't be any weirder than what is already happening, all right? It's not... It wouldn't be, like, especially weirder that they're naked. It would just be like, uh, yeah, right, of course. Right. Um, what if I... Is there anything that I can do to help you? Nope. I'm fine. You are most definitely not fine. Why? Are you saying that? Like, I haven't changed at all. I feel great. You've changed a lot. And that's saying a lot. (laughs) Thomas, I've known you for a few years and... um, Approximately eight at this point. I feel like you've gone off the deep end. And I'm worried about you. I'm actually worried about you. You know, like, fake crying like that. That almost touched me. Thomas, I'm not messing around. I was right. like drum and sword in that fight. Yeah. It almost touched me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, sorry, whoa. No. It's like, 
That's a good one I'm going to use. It's like, that was like Draman almost hitting that elf in that fight. Wow. Wow. That almost touched me. Uh, so, Draman, what do you think? Should what? I go to makeshift elven therapy? Yes. Why? <laughs> Should you? Yes. I think it would be good for you, Thomas. Not hearing a lot of convincing, so I'm going to walk away from this. Uh, okay. And he All walks right. away. Nothing we can do about it. And the elf wizard is looking quizzically in your collective direction. Alahuara doesn't know what's going on. The translator says, are we not going to... Is he not going to be healed then? No, apparently... He does not want to be healed. Yes. Very well. In any case, he will continue to be watched. And worry not. We are all safe. I'm just just start walking back down the path with Sean and Don in my arms. You take them out of the out of the bag of as holding. As you're taking these elf-shaped mannequins out of a bag, everyone starts to freak out. <laughs> and the translator at, dur- after during while the freak out is happening, is like, "What are those? What is he taking out of there? Is that a leg? Does he have a person in his magical bag?" Robin, we we gotta take care of this. I'm Come interested on, to see where this is gonna go. <laughs> Come All on, right? try to done. We're going and for you, a walk. And Thomas gets grappled by the guard. Thomas gets grappled by the guard. He grabs you. Uh, conte- contested strength roll, please. Ten. Um, Twenty-two. <laughs> You are thoroughly grabbed. That that is a beefy elf. <laughs> I think it's an adrenaline from seeing an elf head pop out of the back. And and Alohara comes over and starts speaking very very quickly in Elvish at you. And the translator says, "What? Who is that? They? Where did they come from? That's Sean. Why are they in your bag? That's Sean. And then there's another one called Don. There's another." Yeah, another called Don. Did you two know about this? She asks through the translator to Freddy and Draman. Um, no. No. Uh, I did not know that he was carrying around They are both lying. People. We did see those forms in the fairy world, but we were unaware that he had taken them. They are both lying, by the way. They saw me having tea with them Shut the up, day. you're crazy. <laughs> Uh, Alohuara continues to speak in Elvish, and you are, you can feel yourself being dragged away by the beefy elven guard, uh, and Alohuara does not look happy. Uh, she has inspected the two bodies, uh, such as they are, and she, she looks displeased. Do you know what these are? We saw a lot of them in the fairy's realm. They were all in some kind of ruin. Through the translator, she responds that no, she has no idea what these are. It, they're not elves. They were never elves. But they are thick with the feeling of the fairy world. And they are going to be destroyed. Yeah, it sounds That's all right. That sounds and with that... Right. And no further words, 
she leaves the both of you. And her and her people. And you are just kind of here somewhere in the expanse of buildings and woods that they are among. Did we see Thomas get dragged into the place? Oh, he gets dragged away. He's not going to the magic place. <laughs> he's going he's to the sanitarium. <laughs> he's going to the big guns now. Yeah. This is the insane <laughs> asylum of the I'm elves. Like, you have another one? <laughs> is that there a body? More? Is that a leg? <laughs> like, how many do you want? Uh, Thomas, you get taken probably half an hour away. There is, it looks like a stable. It looks very sturdy. And there are a number of elves in the process of boarding up every possible way out of this construction. And then they push you in it, and then they nail over the door as well. It is very dark in here. There is some hay. There are a couple of stalls, probably five on each side. Looks like there's a hayloft, but no ladder to get up there. And here you are. You do not have your bag of holding, and you do not have your backpack. You have... Everything that was on you, however, they did not take your weapons. Cool. Am I locked in here? You are nailed in here. You are. The doors are boarded over. Okay. So I don't got to pull out my uh, picks from my secret hiding stash. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> what secret hiding stash? It's a prison wallet. <laughs> no, there are no locks to pick here. All right. Uh, so I'm in the. I'm in the hut. Yep, you're in a stable. Uh, what's the roofing like? Uh, it looks like uh, it's supported by arches. Uh, the base layer are planks laid with widthwise, and you know that there are wood shingles on top of that. Cool. I'm going to try to climb up the walls to get on top of the arches. Uh, make me a climb check, please. So, uh, athletics or acrobatics, whichever is higher. That's a 10. You are unable to climb these pillars. Cool, I'm going to do it again. Uh, so you continue trying to climb for a while. What's happening with you two, Freddy and Drummond? Uh, what? Well, what just happened? Um, we were trying to get him help in there, but I, where did they take I, him? I guess they didn't like the fact that he had these spooky things with him. Um, that seems to have made Alhuara not so happy. Well, yeah, you heard what Lynn said about the fairies. Yeah, they seem to not be a huge fan. Um, so this is not good. This is not great. Um, before we go and find out what happened to Thomas, should we... Obviously, they're taking care of him. Taken care of, yeah, but we don't really know what taking care of means in this situation. Uh, at all. Should, should we try to ask around for him, or should we look for those gold pieces right this second? No. I um, kind of don't want to talk to anybody about the Thomas situation. They all seem super pissed. I also kind of don't want to know about the Thomas situation. I feel like whatever is going to happen there is kind of going to happen. Um, they, they might. Yeah, I don't. At this moment in time, I don't feel like they are just going to off him. 
What do you think? I don't know. I don't know. Um, they've been pretty welcoming and uh, okay so far, but they have not liked any involvement with the fairies that we've had. And he just demonstrated that he was very involved uh, with the fairies. And uh, they seem to be not a huge fan of that. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure what is going to happen. Um, they also know that he made a pact with I him, though. Don't. Which I don't know how he... I, I mean, to me, that seems pretty involved. And they were still okay with him. Yeah. I don't know. All right. I say we just start walking around and we're looking for the gold pieces and Thomas. Since we have no idea where we took Just scoop some stuff out, I guess. Yeah, we could, yeah. We could do that. Uh, that's probably safe. I mean, we should explore stuff while we're here anyway. Yeah. As you wander among the buildings, you pass one after another, each separated by at least 100 yards from the next uh, in this pretty well-wooded area. Most of them have some type of shop or, or workspace attached to them. A blacksmith, a, a smith, a forge, uh, even just a basket weaving area. Everyone seems to have something to do here, and it is very chaotic. There is no sort of central square. There are no shops that you can see, nothing, no place where you can buy stuff. It's just home goods, home crafts, really. And none of these buildings look all too different from one another. They have different floor plans. They have different construction uh, styles and themes for decoration, but they all seem to be about the same size, uh, none denoting much more significance or status than the other. And there is a slight trend towards larger and older as you get deeper in towards the heart, uh, towards Alahuara's home, the building itself. But for the most part, you can't tell one of these from the other. None of them stands out as a prison or a a a, a watch house or a or a store or a guild hall. These are residences. Uh, do we run into any elves? There are lots of elves around. Uh, they pretty universally maintain that thirty foot distance. However. And talk about you fairly freely as you pass. Cool, cool. Um, hey, Drummond, should we go try to find Lynn and Run? I guess. I guess so. I don't. I don't really know else what else we would do. Um. It's probably a good idea to talk to them again and see if they have some insight into what may have happened to Thomas. Yeah. And maybe they can help us get a little friendlier with the rest of the elves here. Yeah. Because they said that we were welcomed, but I don't I don't feel very very welcomed. No, this is we're welcome dish. <laughs> um there's definitely some non welcomeness uh in there a little bit. Right. Yeah, I can I can feel that. Uh, I guess we'll look around for Lynn and Run. I mean, where do you think we should go? Probably closer to Alahuara's house. Okay. 
Um, Since that's where we last saw them. So we'll take a look around and make our way back to... As you get back to Alahuara's grand home itself, dusk is fast approaching and the light filtering between the trees becomes golden. And when you arrive, you almost immediately meet Lin and Run, who appear to have been waiting for you for some time. And they immediately notice Thomas's absence. Lin saying, what, what happened to Thomas? Where is he? Is everything all right? We, uh, we were actually going to ask you guys about that. What they... happened to him? <clears throat> um, so, apparently, he stole some things from the fairy realm and tried to pull them out in front of Alahuara in her posse. It did not go over well. And we don't know where he's at. He was dragged off. Well, like we told you, there we are. I I won't pretend I'm any different, she says. I don't trust fairy things either. They are they're made for deception. That is all the fairies know. And and trickery and lies. Rarely ever good. But I suppose it's done now. Do you know where they took him? We have no idea. We've Not been at looking all. everywhere for him. Yeah. And no one will talk to us either. Well, probably he has just been cast out of of Alohuara's home. I We were talking about getting him some help though. I don't know if uh, we we kind of explain the situation to Alahawara and her her translator and I guess her council of um, I don't know we feel like a Fred or not not Freddie <laughs> I'm Freddie uh, we kind of feel like Thomas has gone off the deep end. Hmm. Well, Do you think that they would try to save him, or would they just throw him out? I don't. I don't know enough about healing magic to, to say what can be done. I don't know about what is going on with Thomas. When Pierre told us that he had made a compact of sorts with Phanthalus, she said it was of his own will. She said that it was just that that he did it, that it was not done to him. So I don't know if there's anything to cure. Once once you make a deal with with a fairy lord, that's the deal stands. That's it. Would that cause him to go insane? I wouldn't be surprised. Um but I don't know. I don't know. Is one who makes a deal with the fairies is already almost by definition lacking insanity. Great. Run, do you think that Thomas can be saved? Run thinks and eventually he says I do not know. 
fairies and all their works are beyond my knowledge, far beyond my knowledge. And Thomas has always done what Thomas thought was best for himself. If it's true that he was not tricked, then I do not know if he can be extracted from the influence of a fey lord like Phanthalus. I have heard disturbing things about the world of the fairies, however. Perhaps it is merely that which plays upon his mind and causes these abnormalities of character. Yeah, we've we've known him for a while, and I mean, you know, you spend some time with him. He hasn't always been all there, <laughs> right? All there, but he. I disagree. You disagree. I think that Thomas has always been Thomas. I think that he merely sees the world differently than all of us. Certainly than me, but it sounds like differently from you as well. I do not, however, think that he has ever, until this point, not seen clearly, however. But you do think that the Thomas that you saw today was not the same Thomas? I did not see him for very long. It is not for me to say. Hmm. They offer to take you to where they are staying with relatives of theirs, where there is space and food and, and a good evening to be had, though somber for Thomas's absence. Okay. And yeah. they... They lead you to this place, and indeed, it is bright and warm and quite cheerful. And the evening is spent gaily in the presence of strange elves who cannot help but but gawk and gape and look at you. Um, they all come up and say, hello, hello, hello. The one word that they've all really gotten down, that everyone knows now. They know how to say Pear. hello in... In the language of Addo. <clears throat> hello. Say hello back to as many of them as I can. They, they, since it's the only thing they know how to say, they just say it over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> Thomas, you have eventually made it up onto the beam of one of these arches. Cool. And he says just uh, wooden shingles? Uh, planks, then shingles. I'm gonna... uh, they're fairly robust. Are you going to start chipping away at them? Nope. I'm going to try to crawl along the arches and tell them above the door. Okay. And then just start screaming. Okay. I'm going to start screaming fairy as loud as I can. Okay. Now tell me, what is going on with Thomas? Is this an act? Are you merely trying to, to jerk their chains? Some of it, yeah. Okay. But not all of it, apparently. I have a. What's going on? Hmm? <laughs> He's literally asking yeah. you right now. You mean like what I'm doing right now? 
No, what? <laughs> is there something wrong with Thomas? Is he suffering from some sort of break with reality? Yes, I think so. Because of the fairy world? Yeah, I think like the walk going through all that. Mm-hmm. And just spending too much time there. Okay. Um, so you're screaming. Uh, the screams go unresponded to. And I'm also screaming fairy, like as loud as I can. Well, they don't speak the language of Addo, so it means nothing yeah. to them. Now I'm going to go quiet. Okay. The night comes and embraces the forest. Do followed. I... What? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Are you going to do something in the middle of the night? Yeah, I wanted to hear if there's like anybody around the building. Nope, no one around the building. All right. You can you can roll as high as you want. There's just no one around the building. They all went to sleep. Right, cool. <laughs> um, are you going to try to escape? Yeah. Okay. What are you doing Definitely. to escape? Um, how thick are the boards on the side of this? Uh, at least an inch. And can I? Are any of them loose, like, next to me? No, it looks like f- very good construction. What about this the... This is solid. What about the door that was nailed? That's a good door. That's a good, sturdy door. Well-made. An experienced carpenter made this door. You you bet that there's a core of cross-lane uh, thin <laughs> planks... Just to give it that extra sturdiness. Of course. All veneered together. Of course. So that yeah. this door, if like a tornado came through here, the stable would be ruined. The door would be fine. Maybe a couple uh, dents and dings. I'm in a chip at part of the roof. Okay. Uh, you using one of your new daggers? Yep. I'd say you can, after about an hour, you actually get through the the planks and are able to poke your fingers up to fiddle with the the shingles outside and after that it starts going much more rapidly to the point where by the time morning comes you probably have a uh, a respectable hold you could get your head maybe your head and one arm out of this hole However, the shingles are also gone, so it is noticeable. Can I send Snek through it? Definitely. I'm going to send him through it. Okay. And have him watch on the roof. Okay. Uh, Snek is watching on the roof, and he tells you that he will report anything he sees. All right, then I'm going to wait on top of the arch over the door. Okay. So the morning comes, and Draman and Freddy, you find yourselves... In in the same very comfortable beds that you went to sleep in the night before. All of your things are still there. Uh, the room is just a little bit chilly, but not unpleasantly so. Uh, and you can hear that the other members of this household, Linen Run's relatives, uh, you think they're Run's family, they've already started their day. Uh, they're moving about the house. Uh, you hear actually kind of annoyingly loud sawing occurring not too far away from your current room. Very interested into what the sawing is. Um, I'm going to wake up and collect my stuff together, um, suit up, and, and go check out the sawing sound. Apparently, run 
it's something like run second cousin three times removed uh sort of owns this house and he is currently on a carpentry kick and uh it looks like he's trying to construct one of the like a bench that is also like a a chest so you can lift up the seat and there's storage space underneath hello hello and he smiles and continues sawing i pointed the saw and i say saw 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 and you're going to point at your eyes saw. and point at him and say saw. <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw a saw. Point it again and say saw. And I give him a thumbs up and I leave. Saw. I saw a saw saw. Hello. And he continues sawing. <laughs> Hopefully this will progress naturally and he'll start saying saw to people. Saw. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh, oh my that's fantastic. <laughs> that has to stay in. Trying saw. To get, trying to get you to teach saw, him. Dude. I saw, saw, sawing. <laughs> yeah. Um, it smells like there are <laughs> eggs and some type of sautéed greens for breakfast in the kitchen. It is delicious. Lynn wakes up after you guys, actually. Wow. And you have never seen such crazy bedhead. Um, it's ridiculous. At her place, she was always so put together and like always had breakfast ready for you. Does she have it's long hair or short hair? Long. Okay. Pretty long hair. But it's clear she is kicking back and relaxing. That's awesome. Uh, now that she's at someone else's house. That's cool. And doesn't have to make breakfast. You feel a little happy for her when you see someone finally getting to take a bit of time off. Right. That's good. Anyway, <laughs> crazy bedhead. And she says, good morning, uh, rubbing her, rubbing the sleep out of her eyes. Did you all sleep well? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Except yeah, for some did. sawing going on. Yeah, it's so much louder here. Uh, I, I, I miss the the wide open spaces of home. You know, it was a very, very nice place. We miss it too. Yeah. Well, in a couple of years, we'll go back. It'll be, you know, spend some time here, spend some time there. A Maybe couple, we'll visit a, cu- my- a couple of years. So this is a short vacation for yeah, you. Yeah, just <laughs> just like stop in to say hello. What about? What about all of you? She says as she eats this delicious breakfast. She says, "What are you? What are you guys going to do today?" Have you have you heard any of the elves talking, or seen any kind of different gold forms of payment in this area that you're not familiar with? You know, weird gold. Oh, oh, guys, we, we talked about this. You know, we don't, like, your whole money thing that you tried to explain doesn't make any sense. It's ridiculous. We don't bother with that nonsense here. Right. So, Are you talking about the gold that those guys stole from you when you first showed up? Yes. Yeah, yeah they're still here. Isn't that funny? They're still hanging out. You know, they're related to Alahuara. Yeah, we're, uh, we'd like they're to get related. the gold back and Draman's armor, remember? That's right, Draman's armor. But you have such... This is wonderful, Draman. And it looks like it's elven made. So, of course. It's so much better. <laughs> I'm still attached to that armor. This may be functionally better, but... The other one... The other set really reminds me of home. And I really miss home. Well... I, I, I can feel that. I can I know what you're saying. 
But no, they're, yeah, they're here. Yes? Freddie, you don't have to raise your hand. This isn't school, which is an expression that uh, Draman taught me after a dinner passed. This is a funny story, I gotta tell you. When when you guys were first living with us, and a, there was one dinner when you raised your hand like eight times, I didn't know what was going on. And I asked Draman after the dinner, and he said, yeah, that's what like kids do in school, which is a place where you learn stuff as a little human, which is all just so neat. Um, <laughs> she thinks she thinks it's neat but no you 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 can just speak when you need to speak freddie um i do have a a very weird question mm-hmm. as you know uh our lifespans are not very long yes and um supposedly we've been gone for five years yeah she gets a little sad when you mention this all uh did did we age five years? I don't know. Uh, you, you maybe got... I don't know. I don't know. What do old humans look like? I mean, we don't look five years older, but I don't know how the whole magic different worlds works. She she pops another large fork full of eggs in her mouth and just shrugs. Mm. <laughs> oh. And she she chews, swallows. I don't know anything more about the worlds traveling between them than you do. Okay, well, cool. I'll just keep that in the back of my mind that I'm gonna die five years younger now. You were always gonna die five years younger. <laughs> How much alcohol well, you get ten years younger now. You maybe had ten years <laughs> left, dude. <laughs> Your liver is the size of Pluto. So so what are you guys going to do with your day here? Um, Lynn, could you show us to the the elves that we might talk to them to get Drummond's armor back? Sure. Yeah. Uh, and don't worry. Pretty much everyone hates them. So. Good. They, Even Alahuara? Alahuara is not a big fan. Alahuara loves to fight, as you might be able to tell. Um, from everything about the way that she is, she is that way. And, but she's she's like good about it. She's not a. I think the word you taught me was jerk face. <laughs> she's not a jerk face. You remembered. Have you been calling lots of people jerk faces? No, because there aren't many. <laughs> <laughs> Just those guys. Mathenar and his two brothers. That the guys who took your armor and the gold. They're jerk faces. They yeah. will challenge people who are... Well, they'll just challenge people too much. They they like the stuff. They enjoy winning, not in a, not in a good way, I guess. And they're not greedy. They, they give just as many gifts as, as anyone else. But they're just jerk faces, you know? You look at their faces and they're all jerky. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I get a, it. That's a great explanation, Lynn. You know what? Here, this this is why they're jerky. When I healed you, you didn't have scars, right? Because you were healed after your fight with them. Sometimes, though, they use enchanted weapons that can only leave scars, even with magical healing. Really? Yes. 
That is a jerk move. Well, I mean, we're elves. We have to live with it forever. That's really a jerk move. Mm-hmm. That's how you know Mathnar and his brothers are jerks. Well, let's go. It's, it's considered visit. very, very, very poor form. And they'd never use it in or near Alohor because she demands the strictest standards of, of dueling rules. That'd be a major party foul. Oh, are they, they would scared be, of her? They would be ejected immediately from the entire community, never to be heard from again. Scared? No. Everyone knows that Alahor can beat them. It's. I like, believe it. Like, are you, are you scared of an avalanche? No, you just don't deal with avalanches. You stay away from avalanches. <laughs> okay, point taken. Funny enough, we... You fought a force of nature. <laughs> we, we almost fought an avalanche. An, an, <laughs> an avalanche. I... An avalanche. Um, am losing my ability to speak. <laughs> That's okay, Drummond. I remember it happened about once a day. I do good some things, not do good this. <laughs> okay. That's when we became the cuddle buddies. So she she tells you that she'll take you to Mathnar and his brothers um right after she gets ready and she has to go push run out of bed because it's the only way to wake him up when he stays here with his relatives sounds good thomas it is the early morning and snack reports that the sun is beginning to rise to the point where he can see its beams its rays pierce through the leaves and now you do hear voices outside you hear several about five actually and one of them one of those voices begins intoning something um a series of words whose cadence you recognize as spell-like and how close would you say they are uh yes you do get a no charisma saving throw they're probably Twenty feet away from where you are at this exact moment, maybe twenty-five. All right. So I'm gonna do this first. You're gonna do what first? I'm gonna do the saving throw. Okay. And then I'll, if it fails, I I can't do what I want to do because it's okay. Oh, that's a twenty-four. You fail. You feel. <laughs> The waves of calm, you feel the chill just sort of surround you, and you can choose to chill oh, and like no, be I'm calm. Pissed. Okay. How did you get a 24? Um, I rolled a 20, and then my saving throw is plus four. Oh, saving throw. I was about to say, you have a plus four to charisma, but it's no, saving, no, no, throw. saving okay. throw. That makes more sense. Do you have proficiency in charisma saving throws? No. I just have a plus four to charisma saving throws. Why? I do. Because I have, I'm Maybe you got proficiency when you became a warlock, actually. That, yeah. Yeah, um, okay. warlocks are charisma-based. So. Yeah. Okay. There we go. I'm going to cast sleep. All right. Um, how many? It's a 5d8. Okay. Um, In a 20-foot radius roll, centering roll on me. Roll the, the dice. Yeah. Got to figure out how many Making things difficult. Thomas, why you do this? Yeah, it's probably not going to work. 
Yeah. What are the levels? Uh, how many hit points can you put asleep? 27. All right. Not one of them falls asleep. <laughs> I would have had to get a perfect 40 to at least try to put one. Uh, they do recognize the fact that you're trying to cast spells at them, and there is much unchillness happening outside. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and make another charisma saving throw. 17. And you still you get the choice. Do you want to chill? No, I'm going to cast Charmed. Because actually, now how far away are they? About 25 feet. They need to come 15 feet closer. So what are you going to do, bud? Uh, I'm going to... Cast Fairy Fire. Out of the hole. <laughs> That's going to make them real happy. Uh, what does Fairy Fire do? <laughs> each object each object in a 20 foot cube within range of your outline yeah within range is outlined in blue green or violet light your choice any creature in the area when the spell is cast is also outlined in the light if it fails a dexterity saving throw for the duration the object and affected creatures shed dim light in a 10 foot radius any attack rolls against affected creatures or objects have advantage if the attackers can see it, and affected creatures or objects can't benefit from being invisible. <laughs> I'm just trying to get them to come inside the house. You are making this so yeah. hard. I'm about to assassin's creed them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you just imagine Thomas with his Minotaur hordes crouching on an arch casting like, sleep! <laughs> sleep! Alright, um... They, the levels of chillness reach very low levels. There is no chill outside, and suddenly you feel incredibly drowsy. You feel very, very sleepy. How many hit points do you have? Like max? Yes. 74. All right. As you hear... Three voices all enchanting in unison. Um, a very somber, quiet, uh, melodious spell that you ultimately cannot resist. Can I plug my ears so I can't hear it? Um, yeah, you can plug your ears, but the sleepiness remains. And soon you fall asleep. Roll me a dexterity check with disadvantage to see if you fall off the arch. This is Sean saying he's done with this. Yeah. <laughs> this, is the, this is the elf saying enough with your, your fairy fuckery. Yeah, that's an 18. An 18, uh, you fall off the arch because you are asleep. Um, they, And that's it. That's the end of, of Thomas being, being an active participant right now <laughs> drama and freddy uh, you're brought across the small city that is known as alahuara's home you again see my my purple fireworks coming out of the building uh, it is a 20 foot cube no i don't think they do they're going in a different direction uh, they're going south and you are north of them you cross the area known as Alahuara's home, passing one building after another, the various training areas and rings, 
uh, the clash of swords and the rings of blacksmith's hammers fill the air in a most unelvish fashion. And soon, Lynn brings you to a large, kind of bulky, horseshoe-shaped building with a fairly sizable courtyard cordoned off by a small wall about five feet tall, so you can just see over it. And in there is a, a practice ring of its own where currently one elf who does actually look somewhat familiar is practicing his two-sword style. Lynn says, that's, that's Mathrin's younger brother, first younger brother. He was, he was 95% certain one of the three who attacked you. Where are the rest of them? I, I don't know. Uh, Shafail. Hey, Shafail. Yeah, it, it, and she begins speaking in Elvish, and it's this long conversation. For what it's worth, he does not seem to recognize you guys. Uh, there's no emotion. He looks familiar, but it was, first of all, a very long time ago, and back then, all elves sort of blended together. You hadn't really uh, been able to differentiate too well, right? The, the unique features uh, never made it into your sort of long-term memory. We were elf racist. A little bit. They have uh, this long conversation, and she says, oh, uh, his brothers, one of his brothers, his, the youngest of the brothers, is in the house, and Mathern himself is out somewhere. He doesn't know where. Ask him about your armor. Do you want me to ask him about the armor, Drummond? And the gold, please. Yes, if you can ask him about the armor. Again, the speech continues, and it is long and hard to follow. You catch some words, like always, but the bulk of it eludes you. And eventually she says, uh, yeah, he says he has the armor. Um, says it's good to see you, for what it's worth. Um, kind of just like pleasantries. And he says, yeah, he has it, it's here. He thinks it's in a closet somewhere. It's here? It's in a closet somewhere? You took it and you haven't even been using it? What is wrong with you? Um, she apparently asks him what is wrong with him. Um, and It's a rhetorical question. We talked about this, Lynn. Oh, sorry. I'm you not, learned... He, you <laughs> he does say he didn't like it very much. Uh, apparently it got spotty, like it had spots on it. Um. Is that a thing that your armor does? I, I, I yell. I yell. Drummond, 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 are you okay? Drummond. I am so far from okay. Give it back. Uh, Tell him to give it back. Uh, more elvish uh, passes between them and she says, yeah, he says you can have it. He doesn't want it. <laughs> He's Only got, four seasons in. He's got better armor that doesn't get, get spotty. What the fuck? <laughs> no, uh <laughs> This is bullshit. All right, give it back. Uh, he kind of looks a little confused, very worried. Uh, he goes in. Be worried. I'm going to go nuts. 
he, he goes into the building and many minutes pass, like 25 minutes pass. He said he put it in the closet, but he actually forgot where he put it. Uh, what do you do during these 25 minutes? Freak out. Walk around. Stomp. I'd like... A freak, walk in a circle, jump up and down, lose it, lose it, break down. He turns into a gorilla, starts throwing stuff up in the air. Yeah, I'm eating stuff <laughs> everywhere. Uh, eventually, he does come back. Uh, it's kind of like he's holding different pieces. It's not. It's no longer articulated. It's not together. <laughs> oh, um, no. <laughs> some of the buckles look stiff, like they haven't been, you know, like he didn't put leather oil on them and massage them, keep them supple. Oh, God. This kid. Um, and the armor... It's definitely tarnished. Ah! He has not been polishing it. At all. At all. But the worst is in the chainmail, in the, in the small links, you can see just beginning to form some rust. Ah! <laughs> I grab it all from him immediately. Uh, several pieces fall onto the ground. I and just I you have to gather them all up. <laughs> Just um, like I'm hysterical, it is very heavy. I will. This is one of those moments, you know, you know, like when when a mother can lift a car off of her baby, or you could tear <laughs> your tendons from from the. But it would be that. So uh, I heft all of it. I will die before <laughs> I drop this armor. Okay, uh, you have the armor. <laughs> I immediately find the closest place. Uh, that I can go to that has a nice flat surface, uh, and I set about with the one can of polish I have with me. You've been saving That's right. it. <laughs> that I've been saving. You do have a can of polish I left. I do. And <laughs> I polish the ever-loving Jesus out of that armor. I am gone to the world. No one will hear from me until this armor is absolutely spotless. This is it. I've reached it. <laughs> This is all I care about. Everything else has gone from my head. Who is Thomas? What is the gold that transports people? What is home? Doesn't matter. I am polishing my armor, and I am happy in a way that I have not been happy in, I guess, seven years? Eight years. <laughs> no, no, no. No, only like five and a half. Yeah, okay. Yeah. In five and a half years, I am happy in a way that I have not been in five and a half years plus However long the uh, Night King, or not Night King, uh, the <laughs> the skeleton skeleton king uh, encounter took. Okay, okay. Five five and three quarters of a year. Um, you were you dealt with the skeleton king for like two days. <laughs> oh, that was a maybe was, three. That was a very short amount of time. That's con- that's concerning because it, it, like it took up a whole se- took up a whole season. Took up uh, only half a season. Can you believe that? Oh my gosh! So yeah, I'm polishing my armor. I'm I'm gone. No one's ever gonna hear from me again. Freddie, what's going on with you? Uh, yeah, Lynn. That that that's about normal. He used to do that all the time back home. Uh, Lynn is very worried. Um, <laughs> she's doing that thing. You know, have you ever seen like a worried mom talk to a kid who's playing video games and like she's she is afraid that this kid is. Someone's wrong with him, and the kid just doesn't care about whatever it is. It's like that. What are you doing, Freddy? Yeah, that's that's normal for him. Um, did they mention anything about the gold? Once you can get her attention again, she continues talking with Shafail, and she says, yeah, he, he knows the gold you're talking about. 
and asks why you bring it up. It is our key home. It's how we got here, and that's how we need to get back. What do you mean? That's a question directly from her. It's a, a key of some sort between our world and this world. Oh, I don't know exactly okay. how it works, but that's what brought us here. Um, and okay. we, we love you guys, and we, we want to stay with you, but it would be nice to be able to go home. When, mm-hmm. at, whenever we want to do that. Okay. We haven't been there in so um, long. She speaks with him again and then responds to you. Uh, he says that they... Um, that's still theirs. They do like that. The armored was, you know, crud. Like, what kind of armor gets spotty? If it doesn't stay shiny on its own all the time then it's probably defective or something. If I could hear, <laughs> I would be losing it, but I can't. Uh, um, but no, they is apparently there, still want the gold. Is there anything that I can do to get the gold? What do you mean? Like, fight them? Or, uh, if that's the only option. I mean, it doesn't sound like they're going to just hand it over. Can I buy it from them? Can I do a quest for them? I'll give you this money for other money. (laughs) (laughs) Again, this silly, like, currency that you keep telling me about is not a thing here. I forget. I'm so ingrained in our our world. Which Um, is ironic, because you haven't been there for a large portion of your life. (laughs) Right. It's just what I grew up in. Yep. Um, uh, How about any tasks or quests or things that they need done. Uh, She asks him, and you understand that he replies in the negative without being told. And then he acts like there's a a jerk-facey addendum to it, which you can pretty much understand from context clues and body language means what could they do for us anyway. (laughs) All right, big boy. Let's, uh... That sounded sexual. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, got to duel them. Uh, I will. I will fight you for the the gold. You sure about this, Freddy? I don't think Drummond is really. I don't think he can do it. I think he's busy right now. Oh yeah, there is no support coming from me. Well, they do one on one duels, right? Oh, you're you're gonna duel them? I mean, not with a sword. Okay, but or like alone? Yeah. Or like you could find, you. Could find yeah, your best friend Freddy. Thomas. Yeah. You're going to fight. Yeah. Like a real person. Yeah. <laughs> who fights back. Not like not like a not like a practice dummy. Do you need do you need a flashlight cuz it's getting really dark over there. <laughs> There's a lot of shade. Lynn, do you not believe in me? You're Do you have shrimp? In Eideron, because you are similar to a shrimp. Ow. That's very, very hurtful. I, yeah, I'm that's just, like, that's, <laughs> man, that's, I'm glad that that transcends worlds. I'm calling someone a shrimp. I'm worried for you. Why? It's only a point system, right? You get 100 points if you kill the other person, and that's it. <laughs> that's, well, here with Alahawara, there's there's very strict rules, aren't there? 
Yeah, yeah, you're not going to die, but it'll hurt a lot. I'm okay with that. Okay. Well, uh, I guess I will get my healing stuff ready. What do you think? We're going to do this in a week, two weeks, uh, now. next year. Now. She looks nervous. <laughs> nervous. Nervous. And she makes a... She she asks him a question. Uh, he thinks about it for a moment and responds. And she says that technically the gold belongs to Mathrin. So you have to fight Mathrin, uh, his older brother. When does he get back? Uh, he doesn't know right now. He's somewhere around here. Uh, well, let's go find him. Uh, she asks him another question, and um, apparently he responds that you are welcome to stay here and wait for Matherin to return, okay. but he does not know where Matherin is currently. Um, why don't we stay here for a while, wait for Jaramon to finish his armor, and if he hasn't returned by then, we'll go looking for him. Does that sound okay, Lynn? No, but I know that's what you're going to do. We just... I really want to go home. Okay. Okay. Drummond, I think it takes like eight hours to fully <laughs> polish a set of full plate mail. I am, in fact, <laughs> doing that. Okay. For that amount of time. He's buying armor polish with, off of Amazon right now. I pull yeah. some of with, the berries and food out of my bag with, about with, lunchtime with to the hand in, out to everybody. With the intensity... That I am not noticing anything else that's going on. I try okay. to give him food. <laughs> Nothing. No. You, you're pushing an apricot. Yeah, into dude. His I am, I'm like trying to put it in your mouth. I, how long has it been? Uh, by lunchtime, yeah. it's been maybe three hours. I'm three hours into an Adderall binge, and I have at <laughs> least twenty hours left in my system. There is no concentration breaking happen. You don't exist to me right now, Thomas. Uh. You wake up feeling calm. <laughs> you had a nice <laughs> sleep. Maybe the first in a long time. Probably, yeah. You are in a simple bed, the equivalent to a cot. You feel straw beneath you, but that straw is beneath blankets, and there is a blanket above you. There is a pitcher of water on a little sort of footstool immediately next to the bed. Uh, this is still the the barn that you're in. There is light coming through in between some of the boards, uh, but it is very dim, still smells like damp hay, but you are feeling calm. Make me an arcana check, please. Sorry, I didn't think I'd have to use my dice anymore. It's okay. Right. We, sh we should have been putting you magically to sleep every night like with magical Ambien, so we that you actually got a good night's sleep, you would have been a completely different person. That's seven. Seven? Um, you recognize <laughs> that this is not how you normally feel, but you cannot tell um, why or how. All right, I'm going to look for Snack. Uh, Snack is not too far away, curled up half underneath a pile of hay. Right, it I'm... is apparently warm down there. He telepathies into your head. 
<laughs> Flickers his tongue in comfort. Yes. <laughs> Comfortedly. I'm going to look around to see if there's anyone near me. There's no one near you. However, you do notice that the uh, there are no longer boards over the door into the barn. Uh, and that is where, around that area is where most of the light is coming through. Uh, as you sit and listen, you can hear that there are people outside. Again, there are several of them. All right, I'm going to get up, pick up Snack, and open up the door. Uh, you are greeted by the faces of five elves. One of them is the man who led you to Alahuara yesterday. Uh, two of them are guards um, that you do not recognize, and two of them are... Um, two of them are just nondescript elves, one a man, one a woman, and uh, they look a little concerned when you open up the doors. One, it, It's the look of people who are wondering what's going to happen next. People whose minds scream, did it work? <laughs> Dear God, <laughs> did it please work? They go down a trip through memory lane with me. Did it work? Are you attacking them immediately? No. Okay. Um, then they look somewhat relieved, and they start speaking to you in Elvish a little bit. You cannot really understand what they're saying. I'm going to hold up like my hand to wait. Mm -hmm. Pull out the am other amulet that I made. Okay. And like wave it to them. The woman takes it. She puts it on. She says, how are you feeling, Thomas? About the same. We had to use magic to make you calm. Uh, we had to be sure that you wouldn't attack us when we came to try to help you. What do you do? All we did was make you calm and let you sleep. We have not done anything to change you. Okay? All right. I know you do not know me. Um, my name is... Uh, Narami, but I would like you to trust me as much as you can. Okay? All right. Are you okay, Thomas? I feel the same. Is how you are normally, how you have been recently, is that okay? I have a question for you. What is it? If the way that you always act is what you believe is normal, and then you didn't realize that there were any changes, would you realize that you weren't being normal? I do not know. All I know is that your traveling companions, your friends... Friends is a strong word. ...have said that you were not like this when you started traveling. Lynn and Run too. Well, if Lynn and Run are saying it, then it probably is correct. Did Do you think it might have to do with your time in the fairy world, she signs? Probably. There's some... I do remember walking for a long time through pretty much every conceivable kind of environment in a straight stretch. I can see how that would be 
greatly unnerving. And it's probably also a lot of other things. I know a spell that restores well-being to people beyond physical ailments like a broken leg. It can help with simple things like poison or greater things like like things in the mind, Thomas. Do you understand? Not really. It can help people who have had their their mind hurt. Uh, in sometimes even terrible ways. It can restore clarity and intelligence to, well, to someone who, who lost that. Be it by... Uh, an attack from a foul beast, or maybe just a really bad hit to the head. I was very cursed by a bunch of witches recently. It can help with that sort of thing, too. Would it be okay if we tried it on you? Sure. All right. She and the the other elf, who is neither the court official nor one of the guards, talk for a moment and then begin to cast a spell on you. They stand on either side and chant in this melodic elvish language whose sound you recognize so well, but whose words you are unfamiliar with. And after a minute or two of this, it feels like the, the trials of the fairy world, like the weight of the witch's curses, like the terror of the of the ghosts in the dragon's old hall are all lessened they do they are still there you remember that they happened in fact you might remember them even more clearly than you had even yesterday but they do not hold the same sort of emotional stranglehold on you that they did. How is Thomas feeling right now? A lot more uh, clarity in the head. And now he knows exactly what he's got to do. Okay. Time to get some gold. And I'd say that Thomas is back. <laughs> okay everyone before i let you go i wanted to say Thanks for listening to the show. Our next episode should be coming out in about two weeks, but if you want the exact date, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, because that's where we post it first. Until then, be sure to tell everyone you know about our show, because if you like it, chances are they will too. And as always, keep it nerdy.